What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome on into tonight's Phillies game recap as we're discussing game two of the series. And unfortunately, it's a series loss for the Philadelphia Phillies as with the second loss, that means they have dropped the series. They have an opportunity to avoid the sweep tomorrow, but a 4-1 loss here tonight. And this is a frustrating one in the matter of this. You're continuing to have issues with the bats. They are not showing up in the series. And we all know how important this is against the Atlanta Braves in latter part of June and um, you know the Mets are falling apart a little bit and the Braves are hot and you know in the series you wanted to just kind of send a little bit of a message you know that listen Atlanta it's been your moment for the past couple of years but we're gonna be in the thick of things come eight, come August come September and you know what we don't care if we don't have Bryce Harper because we're gonna fight every single day but instead the opposite message has been brought on and this is my concern this team clearly has no issues of beating any other team throughout the league. I mean, we've seen them beat, have wins, a uh, series wins against the likes of the Los Angeles Dodgers from teams like the Arizona Diamondbacks. So you see the parallels of what they are able to do. But when it comes to the division, they struggle. Now, the Nationals don't look at that because obviously they've been getting worse and the Phillies have been taking advantage of them since they've kind of been going on their fire sale. But we know the struggles against the Marlins over the past couple of years. We know the struggles against the Mets ever since Cohen bought this team. Um, we we really, the main struggle has been against the Atlanta Braves. And what are the Atlanta Braves, right? They are a team that are just dogs. If, I, if that's the term I can use, they're just absolute dogs. I mean, just look at the way they won the World Series. Backs up against the wall. And they found a way to get through the division, get through the series, and get through the World Series and winning the World Series as well. And I just don't, I really don't feel, and it's because I don't see it, that the Phillies have what it takes as far as the heart and the guts to beat a team like the Atlanta Braves. If the Phillies do make the playoffs, like realistically, with or without Bryce Harper, can this team beat these teams that are playoff tested? Like what if they go up against the likes of an Atlanta Braves or a New York Mets or, you know what, even the L.A. Dodgers? Or the Milwaukee Brewers. Can they get out of that? I don't think so. They are obviously missing some key pieces, and that's been the issue as well. But just like Atlanta, you have to find ways to get the job done. People need to step up. And right now, the bats are the big problem. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about everything here tonight with this Phillies game against the Atlanta Braves. I want to get to your thoughts as well, guys. So right now, we have both comment sections open. We have YouTube and we have uh, TikTok open as well. <clears throat> so throw your comments, questions, and concerns in there. If you guys want to be a part of the show, you're more than welcome to. I'm going to put a link to the chat so you guys can come on in and give us your thoughts and be a part of the show. So copy and paste that bad boy. It's in the chat right now. Um, want to give a before we dive in, want to give a big shout, a big thank you to our sponsor here tonight. Thank you to Lots of Rain Watch for sponsoring tonight's Phillies game recap. If you guys are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots of Rain. High quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, if you use my promo code Barcelo Philly, you will get 10% off of your purchase of a Lots of Rain watch. So make sure you guys take advantage of that. And a big thank you, big shout out to our friends over at Lots of Rain. What's up, Mike? What's going on? We got snow time with Mike in the chat. Uh, here we go again. Not a good night for Philly sports, right? The Phillies drop another series to the Atlanta Braves. The Union with a bad loss to the Chicago Fire, uh, the last place team in the Eastern Conference. And so this is Philly sports. You got your good, you got your bad, 
And it's up to you whether you want to stick through it all because the goods are really good. But then in turn, the bads are just terrible. <laughs> Freaking awful. <man. clears throat> I'm tired of teams like Atlanta and teams like the Mets having the edge on us. Like, I want to have the edge on them. I want to beat up on those guys. I want to steal bases against them. I want to knock homers in Truist Park. As they say, stay hydrated, my friends. Oh, sorry about that. I really needed that. All right. Let's get into this game, guys. All right. Let's start off here um, discussing what went down in this game. Uh, it sucks because you start off, you know, it was a scoreless through for the first two innings, and you're thinking to yourself, all right, we might have a little bit of a pitching duel, although uh, Ranger Suarez again had issues with keeping that pitch count down in the first part, latter parts of this game. I mean, the first inning he threw 25 pitches just to start off. I mean, he's going into the third inning with with over with about 40 pitches, and so that's where we were kind of at. But the Phillies still, however, found a way to get the lead. Reese Hoskins with one out hits a ball into left field and he hits it into the stub hub sign in left field. And he gets the Phillies up one to nothing with this homer. Reese Hoskins stepping up for his 14th home run of the season. He's got the he's got the whole dugout going wild. It was really great to see. We saw Derek uh Derek Hall's first at bat in this game in the bottom of the uh third inning. And you know what? Real quick, the fact of the matter is the city of Philadelphia and its fans of their sporting teams always get this t- terrible rap. Um, some of it is kind of warranted. Some of it, it's just lazy narratives that people just want to stick to. Um, but I thought the scene where Derek Hall, after his first at-bat, you know, he just grounds out to Phil Gosselin. And by the way, seeing Phil Gosselin on the Braves makes me want to throw up. Uh, Mars, it's a burn more. Um, but... Eric Hall goes out to 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 Fugasa and gets him out of first base. And as he's as he's going into the dugout, all you see is a sea of Phillies fans standing up and giving a standing O to Derek Hall. And like it's such a beautiful moment. Like Derek Hall has not done a single freaking thing in majors, but because this fan base is so in tune with these franchises, they know what's going on in Lehigh Valley. They know what Derek Hall's been doing. Derek Hall's been raking over in Lehigh Valley. He deserves to be called up. And like to me, that was like a beautiful moment. And to me, like that's the emphasis and that's the premises of Philadelphia. Like we just want to believe and we want to put our hope into Derek Hall that we're willing to, you know, give him a standing O if he needs it, just so he can go back out there in his next at bat and know that he's got people behind him. And I thought that was just a beautiful moment. And that's why I do, that's why I'm sitting right here exhausted as all hell. After doing one game recap with the Philadelphia Union, doing one for the Philadelphia Phillies because I love these teams, love you guys, and I love this and its fans. So I thought that was just a really special moment. But all the uh, <laughs> all, all the excitement would end in the top of the fourth inning because the the, the Braves would do brave things. Um, they start off. Matt Olson starts this game off with two doubles in his first two at bats, literally the same exact way. He hits these balls sharply into left center field, and Mickey Moniak just can't get to these balls. And then he gets on second base each time. Doubles. Boom. Double, 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 double. It, it's crazy. Matt Olson, he's been killing the Phillies since he's been on Atlanta, man. It's like we go through a decade or so with Freddie Freeman destroying us from first base, and now Matt Olson's in here for, and 
through seven or now six six games as a member of the Atlanta Brave going up against the Phillies. It's freaking killing us. He had a he had two home runs last night, two doubles here tonight. My God, can there can there be a first baseman in Atlanta that doesn't kill the Phillies? Please. Well, I digress because now um. By O'Reilly, move Matt Olsen to third base. Marcel Suna walks and they get William Contreras, who singles uh, a ground ball to sharp right field. And Matt Olsen would find a way to score, and Marcel Suna would, uh, would uh, advance to third base. And then following that, you get a force out by Adam Duvall that would get challenged at first base. This was like literally, like, he was safe. Adam Duvall was safe by a legit hair because Reese Hoskins caught that ball. But the minute that that ball was right about to get into that glove, Duvall got that foot on base, man. It was so close. And just like that, with that ground out, um, that was an RBI. That would bring in uh, Marcelo Zuna. And just like that, the Phillies were down 2-1 to one in the midst of all of that shenanigans. And Ranger Suarez again into some trouble, but he would get out of that inning regardless. But we um we move into the top of the seventh inning where Ranger Suarez is still in the game. He's around ninety so ninety some pitches, uh, and, and uh, uh, Rangers or I'm sorry, uh, Topper decided to leave him out there. So we get two outs in this inning, and Adam Duvall, we have two outs, man. And all you got to do is just get out of this fucking inning. And Adam Duvall just takes this ball and just freaking rips this bad boy into left field. Um, it was close. It was in right by the full the foul uh, pole, and it was a home run, and that would add on another run. Um, two bats later, after a Phil Gosselin single, Michael Harris would single to bring in Phil Gosselin, um, and that was really it here for the Phillies. Uh, the eighth and ninth inning, just absolutely atrocious. I mean, you had more more great stuff from Reese Hoskins as he got another double, 15th double of the season in the bottom of the eighth inning. Um, and then to close out this game, one, two, three, Will Smith. Dude, what a freaking bullpen by, by the Braves. Like, just think about the shit show we have to deal with here in Philly. These guys on a night-to-night basis, in the ninth inning, you decide, right? You got the best of three. You got vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry flavors here, right? You got A.J. Minter. You got Will Smith. And you got, uh, uh, uh why am I blanking? Uh, Jensen. Uh, Kendley Jensen. And it's like, what the? Like, it's just not fair. <laughs> It's not, not fair. Will Smith comes in, one, two, three strikes out. JT to fly out from Alabama, and it's like that. The Phillies would fall again to the Atlanta Braves, fourth one in this one. It's just not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. They're they're just a better they're just a better team. They're mentally tougher. They have a better lineup, better pitching. They do everything the right way. They play good defense. They play small ball. They just find ways to win ball games. It doesn't matter how it gets it done, whether it be knocking balls out the ballpark or just getting singles after singles after singles, stealing bases at will. Um, the amount of extra bases these guys are able to get as well. They're so well coached, and we just are not. This These bats are absolutely struggling since coming back from San Diego. Uh, four runs in total in these two games where the Atlanta Braves are putting have put up nine runs. Uh, and, and just just like when you look at it as well, when you look at this the lineup and what's been going on, I mean, uh, Kyle Schwartz not having one here today where Kyle's been really hot at the plate. 
Uh, he got cold. He got cold today. But you got Reese Hoskins who stepped up, which is really good. He was two for four here tonight. With that, that was very promising to see. But then, um, Nikki, Nikki Castle, Nikki Castellanos, he struggled yet again. Zero for four with the strikeout. I don't know what you do if you're Topper. I've already said it. I think that he we need to move Nick Castellanos down. You just got to change his lineup up. It's not getting the job done, and it's not about messing up with chemistry. It's about being a professional and doing your job. And when you're not doing your job, there has to be repercussions, and Topper's got to do something. You got, In my opinion, you got to switch up this lineup. I, I think you got to get Castle out, out of that three-hole. Um, you put, put something else. Um I talked about Alec Bohm yesterday. Not, um, it's not something I would absolutely hate. I, I think I'd rather put Reese Hoskins in the three three slot. Put Alec Bohm in the two. Um, you know, we saw Derek Hall here at the four at the in the four slot here today. Listen, Derek Hall is his first outing here with Philly, so I would expect some growing pains in the first one. He's just trying to get the feel for it. Uh, but he obviously they trust him enough to put him in that four slot. So. I would do Reese at, or I would do Alec at the two hole, Reese in the three. Um, I would put, I would keep Derek Hall in there. You know, you can put a JT Real Muto at the five. I would put um, Didi at the six, and I would put just put Nikki at the seven. I know that you don't want to put your big money guy at the seven slot, but I do feel like it would be a little bit of a kick in the ass. I think what Nick needs right now is a little bit of a kick in the ass, a little bit of a wake up call. Because what you're doing right now is you're enabling. By leaving him in there in that three slot, you're being an enabler. So I think that for his best case scenario, I wouldn't mind putting him in the seventh slot. And you know what? It's going to wake him up. And then he's going to, that bat's going to start swinging and you can put him back up there. It's kind of like what you did with Schwartz, right? So I, I just, you got to do something. Something has to give. Because this middle part of the lineup, it's not producing. It's again, you put Derek Hall in there, and again, he's trying to find his way. But between Nick, Derek, and JT, that's that's three guys who just did not record a hit tonight. So something has to change there. You got you got hits from Didi and, and Alec Boom. I mean, this is tonight, this is really just a team thing. I mean, for me personally, like besides Reese Hoskins, I, I mean, I know I got hits from Didi and Alec, but I, I just did not get enough from this team in general. Everyone could everyone could have stepped up a little bit more here tonight. And then the real problem is um your nine slot guy, and that's Mickey Moniak. Um, look, Mickey, we talked about it last night, former number one overall pick, and we all want him to succeed. We get it. And we know how hot he was in spring training. But here's the thing that, that we all need to remember about spring training. You're going up against a lot of talent, especially what Mickey was going up in spring training. You're going up against a lot of talent that are more than likely what you're gonna see in the minor leagues. And when you're seeing a bunch of fastballs, like what you see in the minor leagues, you're going to have some success. And I think that's what kind of happened in the in spring training with, with Mickey Monia. He's been struggling. Like, the fact that he hasn't been able to record a hit against a lefty in his MLB career is a problem. He struggles with that curveball. I mean, um, what's his face? Why am I blanking on Braves pitcher? Uh, Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright got him with that curveball. Um, Mickey Monia uh, struck twice, and that curveball was just killing him. And it sucks because I feel like he needs to stay up here because you're not going to see these type of pitches down in the minors. So I think it, you just have no choice but to keep them up here and just to keep going with them. And I think that 
Topper understands that as well. He's going to keep riding with Derek Hall. He's going to keep riding with making Moniac. So in turn, you're going to experience some growing pains. But with that, it's being said, you would expect that JT Real Muto and Nick Castellanos to kind of step it up. And then you're not getting that. And there's, there is one of the issues as well, guys. That's one of the problems, man. Uh, what's going on here, guys? Uh, what's up, B. Jones? What's happening, man? What's going on, brother? Appreciate you coming on in here, man. How are you Yankees looking? Uh, Billy, appreciate you, Billy. Uh, I, I know you came in, in the Union game recap. Obviously, we wanted to do our due diligence for the Philadelphia Union, but I appreciate you sticking sticking around for the Phillies one. Uh, Phillies need to start, uh, start the bats because if Harper was there, they would win, but they, they should forget. Um, Billy, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I understand what you're trying to say. Not having Bryce Harper is not an excuse, right? It's not an excuse for what's going on right now. The Braves right now are without Ronald Acuna. And in a divisional series against the Phillies in Philadelphia, they're taking care of business. So it's not an excuse. You have to find a way to get it done. You need guys to step up and, and contribute as well. Like this is a moment right now where Nick Cassianos needs to look at himself in the mirror and be say, I need to take control. I need to step up my game. My team needs me. That's the one guy that I'm expecting to elevate his game. And I'm just not getting that from Nick. There is still some time, but sometimes when you allow things to go by after a certain amount of time, it's too late. So he needs to get it started right now, man. And also, too, not having Gene Segura definitely hurts. That's one name that you, you don't hear a lot about because Gene provides power to this lineup, and he provides flexibility. You could put him at that two-hole where he's really dangerous. You can also put him down. He'd be big in the middle of the rotation or the, the middle of the lineup because you need some something in the middle you're not getting anything from these middle guys and he would really help that out b jones i appreciate the gifts man thanks for the mic thanks for the rose i really do appreciate that appreciate your brother i'm so excited for eagle season um yeah and no uh you know i'm enjoying phil well i'm I'm enjoying the ups and downs of phillies baseball um and i'm enjoying union soccer even though i don't want to talk about it tonight (laughs) per se even though we already did that but uh, i don't need to rush things man Uh, listen I love the birds. I love the Sixers. I love the Flyers, but I don't need to rush. I'm, I'm enjoying the Phillies. I'm enjoying the Union, and, and when it comes, I'll I'll be ready for it as well, man. But but hey, go birds, right? Uh, pretty well, man. I'm ready for the Astros. You guys got the Strohs. I saw a TikToker today. Um, obviously, like today in sports TikTok, and it's funny because I was doing everything that you see these tick, sports TikTokers do. The whole interview style TikToking, going up to random people, asking them random questions, trying to get some uh, interesting reactions. Uh, I was doing that in 2019. And I saw today one who was, I guess, an Astros guy or just like a knucklehead uh, was down at Yankee Stadium with the Altuve Astros jersey, the T-shirt jersey, and just randomly walking around talking crap to Yankees fans. And I'm like, wait, like, dude, are you serious? You could get like, you can get popped in your face for some of the stuff that he was saying. Aaron Judge was trash. Mariano Rivera was trash. Jose Altuve about to hit a home. Like, I'm like, dude, are you are you mental? In in the lack of British terms, that was absolutely wild, man. Oh man, I, I want I, I literally saw it. And I was like, I, I I can't watch this. I can't watch this. <laughs> uh, B Jones, I love the Yankees and I respect the Phillies. Uh, I know your opinions. Yankees, but uh, I don't have a problem. Um, B Jones, I, I really, I, I really do appreciate. It. I love you, man. You seem like a really cool, down to earth type of dude. 
It, the thing is, B. Jones, with your fan base, I just can't stand most of them. Um, this whole narrative with Yankees fans where you guys freak out when the littlest things happen. And it's like, I'm over here as a Phillies fan, just wanting them to make the playoffs. Like, all we really want. We have one of the long, we have the longest National League drought in, in playoffs. For playoff. We haven't been there since 2011. And we freak out because this team continuously just proves that they're inept. And then you guys freak out when you have 27 championships, one of the highest payrolls, and yet still one of the best baseball teams in baseball. And you guys act like you are the Phillies or the Mets, your crosstown team. And that's my problem with Yankees fans. But you are a dope dude. All the love and respect for you, my man. Um, but it's just the truth of the Yankees fans. Peter, what's going on? God bless. How you feeling? What's going on? Welcome. Welcome on in. Welcome on in the Phillies game recap. Um, Peter, I want to talk about that as well. But I want to talk about the whole pitching staff because this was a great story. This deserves a, qu a quick minute for it. But um, Ranger Swat is on the mound here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, he's still struggling with those pitches per inning. He's, it's still really high. He starts off this game with 25 pitches in the first inning. You cannot continue doing that. And it seems like the first inning is where most of the pitches are happening for him. He's getting those those high pitch counts in that first inning. But he wound up finishing with six and two-thirds, allowing six hits, four earned, seven strikeouts, and he did allow the one home run to Adam Duvall. The seventh inning was really frustrating as well. You had two outs that you got right off the bat, and you just could not get out of that inning. And if you would have gotten out, you would have been able to go seven strong. We would have been able to put Jose Alvarado into that inning. Um, but maybe then in turn, we probably wouldn't have seen what we'll talk about in just a second. But uh, Jose Alvarado did struggle uh, in that one-out um a one out situation. Uh, he did uh, allow a hit. Thought he allowed. Oh, okay. So the moment I'm thinking of was uh, let me get back into that um, because I do because we got to talk about Mickey Moniak in this in this instance as well. <clears throat> um. Okay. So you had the Michael Harris single um, that brought in Phil Gosselin from second base. So in this instance. Uh, Michael Harris hits this ball right up down the center, gets to Mickey Moniak. Mickey Moniak has no freaking arm whatsoever. From center field, he throws this ball trying to run down Goslin, and this ball gets to freaking um, Aditi Gregorius at shortstop. I'm like, wait, what the heck? That, what kind of throw was that? That was not awful. Absolutely atrocious. Uh, and, and, you know, I, the thing is, is like we don't even have any center fielder within this organization that can make that throw regardless. So it's kind of hard to freak out. But I mean, that was absolutely god awful. But um, I, a Ranger Swat just got tacked on with that earned run um, because that was obviously a runner that Ranger Swat is allowed on. But uh, Jerry's familiar surprisingly had a solid uh, seventh or eighth inning. He got out of it with a one, two, three inning. That was very, very surprising. It was very, very quick as well. He only threw 10 pitches. So that's the thing. When it's Jerry Familia, when it's Brad Hand, you just got to bite your nails and hope for the best because that's really what it is. But then the story of the game, Mark Appel comes in in the ninth inning in his first appearance as a major league player, a long-awaited moment for Mark Appel, former first overall pick for the Houston Astros, was a 2012 um, makes his appearance here, his his long journey, going through injuries, going through just the criticism, mental health, 
um, being dubbed as a bust can really put a hurting on your uh, on your mentals. I mean, if you've seen Jamarcus Russell these days, I mean, you you'll understand what I'm saying. But he looked really cool. He looked really composed. He looked like he belonged. Uh, and his his throwing his throws were were great. Throwing uh, close to like ninety some mile per hour sliders. Uh, he's got this touch on the ball that it, it makes it makes it look nasty through ten pitches in that inning, and then the camera crew can, continues going back into the stand, showing his brother and his brother's wife. Uh, just looks so emotional, looks so happy to see Mark Appel finally living out his stream, all, all all the struggles and and the hard work he's been putting into this. It was just like a really special moment, and you kind of like in the midst of watching it, you kind of forgot that the Phillies were losing because it was just such a feel-good story for Mark Appel. We'll see what happens going forward, but I, I think he deserves more looks here. That was a really good inning that he put out there in the ninth inning, and uh, and he deserves a chance here with this baseball team. And look, this this bullpen got cut thin. I mean, really, you know, you see Tom, uh, Topper really only putting out there Alvarado. Uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, uh, which is pro- which, yeah, that, that's actually fine. He didn't come out there. Um, Alvarado, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Brad Hand, um, uh, Knable, and Bilotti, really the ones that you are mainly seeing coming out this bullpen. So it'd be good to have someone else that uh, um, Topper can really trust and uh, we could see some more of coming out from the bullpen. But no, it was really, it was really good. You had obviously Mark Appel, and you obviously had Derek Hall in their debuts, and it was really cool to see. It was, it was, uh, it was a touching moment, and those guys definitely deserve it. So, by answering your question, there, Peter, it was it was it was a very touching moment. And I love to see it, man. Uh, I have not beaten. I have not made my All Star roster, but I think you can guess what my All Star roster will be, man. <laughs> I got to put my MLS and my MLB All Star roster. I'll probably get that done. Um, it's close to the deadline time because you know I procrastinate like a like a jo. <laughs> so look, well, wrapping this game up, <clears throat> really tonight again. It's about the bats. The bats you just need to do more. Topper needs to do some do some shuffling around with this lineup as well. We need we need to sh- shuffle things around. We need guys to step up, and it's just that that simple to kind of put it. Um, it, it just sucks because this was a big series, and we kind of know what happened early in the season. All those Mets series that you kind of just blundered away, and and just that mental hold that the Mets kind of put on you. Now it just feels like that with the Braves, and it's. You want to compete for the division, but you can't beat teams like the Braves and like the and, and like the uh, like the Mets. This is, has to get turned around. And tomorrow it starts because last thing you want to do is get swept by the Atlanta Braves as well. You already got swept a couple of times with the Mets. The last thing you want to do is get swept by the Braves too. So tomorrow's gonna be big, guys. And I, I really hope that they do step and we'll, we'll see if we get strokes. It'd be nice if we can get um, some heroics from. Uh, from from Derek Hall or uh, or from Nick Castellanos, that would be great as well. But some type of heroics would be nice. Mickey Moniak is what I was thinking of. That'd be really good to see. So tomorrow, six oh five, first pitch. You got Ian Anderson going up against Aaron Nola. It's gonna be Nola Day tomorrow, and obviously the question is gonna be, will Aaron Nola get run support? And from what it's been looking like, I don't think it will be. I don't think it's going to happen. So we shall wait and see. Um, all right, guys, it's going to do it for tonight's Phillies game recap. Again, the Phillies fall to the Atlanta Braves in game two, four to one, and we'll be back at it tomorrow for game number three in the finale series. 
Thank you so much for watching, guys. If you enjoy the content, make sure you guys hit that like button. If you guys want to be a part of the family, all you got to do is subscribe to the channel for more Philly sports. If you guys are more of podcasters, we are available wherever you stream podcasts. Look us up under Oin Philly Sports, and you can find that wherever you stream podcasts. Big shout out and a big thank you to our sponsor here tonight, La Terrain Watches. If you guys are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out La Terrain. And right now, when you use La, or when you use my promo code Parasado Philly, you will get 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So make sure you guys take advantage of that deal. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name El Parasado Philly, and I am telling you guys. Let's go, Phils. Please do not get swept tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow.